This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. I was with you when you first came on and talked about how upsetting it was. But then, honestly, when Raven came on and gave her perspective, I just thought that was extremely profound, and it was a great way to look at it. And I enjoy that you guys offer those different perspectives and you bounce the ideas around and stuff. It really is neat. Bobby, you have just made my day. If, if somebody were to come in here right now and say, what's been the best part of your day, Brandon? I would say we got a phone call from a lovely young lady in Fulton by the name of Bobby uh, who says she appreciates the fact that we offer differing opinions. Bobby, you have a great day, and everybody here on the show appreciates your kind words, okay? Thank you. You do. Raven Harrison, ravenharrison.com, does a lot of stuff with Fox. She joins us on the show. She is my fave. Not one of my faves. She is my fave. Uh, uh, how does that strike you, Raven? She's complimenting you. She liked our take, liked your take even better. But I think the bigger thing here is disagreement in in coalescing in politics. How do you how do you react to that very kind phone call? Amen. I wish I could buy her dinner. That is because <laughs> that is the essence of how we used to do things. We used to be able to agree to disagree, but we had the respect to listen to the other viewpoints because you can't learn anything from somebody you're identical to. You've got to, you know, you've got to be willing to listen. And that's what these politicians say now. We have to compromise. Well, no, we don't have to compromise with communists, but we do have to be able to have a dialogue. And that's where we've lost it. And I think one of the things, for example, here at uh, at Zimmer, there's folks, uh, some folks whose last name is Zimmer, and they tag, <laughs> they tag their emails with, Seek first to understand, and I have to remind myself yes. about that sometimes because so often it's like, no, I'm ready for battle. Mm-hmm. You said this, boom, I'm going to come at you and win the argument. Yeah. I need to step back and listen, and then win the argument. <laughs> I, I got to at least pretend like I'm listening. Raven Harrison, RavenHarrison.com, joining us on the show. The voice you're hearing, State Representative Cherie tolson Rice is here. Good morning, Cherie. Raven, I love listening to you. Thank you so much. It is an honor truly to be here. All right, there's Mr. John Marsh. Morning. Producer, um... I was going to say producer Hannah. She's not here. She's back on truncated weird show the next few days. We appreciate you being with us. Brian Hanson, who you hear on the Gary Nolan Show and the Randy Toller Show, is here. My name is Brandon Rathard. But how do we do that? And here's Sheree and I, big event last night. As a matter of fact, we're going to cover this 735. There were some very impactful things said last night. GOP, the annual GOP chili supper here in mid-Missouri. Sheree Tolson-Reich and I were both there. We want to cover some of the highlights at 735 with Ted Cruz. I know. I didn't know it was coming. Yeah, that was really cool. But how do we, what do you say? Because I know you're very strong in your opinions. From where you come from, how do you say, how do we have these conversations with people that think different than us politically? How can we do these in nice ways? Was this directed at me or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You. <laughs> oh, okay. I, was, I wasn't sure I was going <laughs> so, around the Ra- table. Raven, the, the first key, remember, <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> to be understood. <laughs> they must not be on my on my page. My page has a, a meme with Sam Elliott, and it says there's two ways to argue with a woman, and neither of them work. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that. That's true. Uh, it, it, it's funny. But, no, what I think it is, is is what I try to do every day is to take Take your ego and take the agenda out of it. And you're right. If you listen, it's amazing what you'll learn. So when I talk to people, it's funny. When I go on the book tour, 
I sold more books to Democrats than I have to Republicans because when they don't know what I am, they will listen to what I have to say. And it's like, well, what's the premise of this book? And I said, this is the premise. This is, you know, what we need. The fundamental change we need doesn't have anything to do with what party you are. It's having to do with we got to cut spending. Doesn't matter whether you're Republican or Democrat. We, we can't spend our way out of debt. We have to secure our border. That doesn't have anything to do with whether you're left or right. The, the laws have to be followed and things like that. So when you can take the animus out, it's really easier to have the discussion when you can just kind of take that off the table. And I tell people, I'm not recruiting for the Republican Party. I am a Republican. Those are the principles I stand on, but I don't go out trying to change people. You know what? I've got it all figured out, guys. So this is me <laughs> and do it my way. It uh, happen. Uh, and. I do, and since I was 16 years old, I've had it all figured out, or so I uh, thought. That's why we encourage people to hire teenagers while they know everything. Our guest this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Raven Harrison, RavenHarrison.com. Raven, I know we've we've heard from the president. He sort of dances around the Iran connection to Hamas and the attacks and all. Your take on that? I mean, you know, it's pretty obvious that they've they've backed Hamas for decades. They have, and uh, see, I have a unique perspective on this. As my both my parents are retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonels, so I don't have the, the the luxury of conspiracy theories. We absolutely have backed it. So this goes back to the botched Afghanistan withdrawal. We left eighty five billion dollars worth of equipment in Afghanistan, and we have proof now that those M fours and our in you know weaponry is being used to mow down and kill innocent civilians. Then we gave them. The funding package, which not only we had one that went to from Obama in the middle of the night, pallets of cash. Now we're back here. And then he's having a barbecue while this is all going on. This is what we were. I've been trying to explain to people that this is what weak leadership. Our enemies aren't going to wait for us to get our act together to come after us. They are letting us tear ourselves apart from the inside and out. And now we've sent, sent so much money to Ukraine. We don't have the resources available to secure our border, support Israel. We just don't have it. That's heavily borrowed money. We don't have stockpiles of cash laying around. So that's what you're seeing right now is it's the perfect storm has come together to completely bring America to its knees. And Raven, uh, we were talking earlier uh, this morning and uh, we were talking about the billions going to Iran. And I brought up about the pallets of cash that Obama brought in in the middle of the night by plane. I couldn't agree with you more on everything you have to say. Um, I'm just going to say people need to listen to you because you know what you're talking about. Let me. Uh, and here's the I other thing. I grew up with yeah. this. I mean, I, I have to tell you guys, this was dinner room talk when I grew up with two Air Force parents. We lived in Germany when the Berlin Wall was up. This is what's in the book, but I tell people I am living a, a repeat. This is the Cold War all over again. And so there's real value in being able to tell people we've been here before, so we know how to win this war, but we've got to get people to engage and listen. Yeah, and by the uh, way, if you get on to RavenHarrison.com, typically we don't bring people on to sell their books, but Raven's a friend of the show. She's been here for a while now. Uh, Raven's Mantle, you get on to RavenHarrison.com, and uh, you'll be able to get her book that she's talking about. More Democrats than Republicans are buying uh, buying that book. And here's the other thing, and I want to get on to the next topic, something that is on your website. Um, when When we have John Kirby and people like that, they come out and... 
Okay, they're being technically accurate. Saying, well, you know, that $6 billion we released to Iran, they're not, they don't even have that money yet. Uh, that, you can say, is technically accurate. But if somebody wins that one-plus billion-dollar Powerball ticket tonight, they won't get the check for about 10 to 14 business days. But you know sure as hell they're going to spend everything they have right now knowing they've got money coming. That is what they did. Do not let them lie to you. And share that with your progressive friends. Share that with independents. Like, you know how this works, right? That's why we can't vote for people like Joe Biden. If you go to RavenHarrison.com, a uh, bunch of things on there. If you're listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri, I'm guessing you're going to like Raven's website. And this kind of um, catch, uh, caught my interest. I've been very open um, about my recovery. Uh, I was uh, a, an alcoholic destined. I was destined to die a drunk and actually welcomed death. Been sober. Today's my 1,143rd day. Yay, Brandon. About that. Very good. Thank you. And I, I, I don't care about the time. What I do care about is right here and now. I'm hanging out with Raven and Hanson and Marsh and Cherie. And at 717 on Wednesday morning, October the uh, 11th, I didn't drink today. I didn't drink yesterday. And if you know somebody who's having issues with drinking and drugs, things like that, Please, we do this all the time. Uh, Producer Hannah will tell you the number of people that have called the radio station over the years. We don't, we won't put you on the air. You and I will get hooked up, and I can share with you what I did to get out of that because it was a living hell. Fourteen treatment centers over the years since the age of 14, 1986. I went to my first treatment center. I have found a way to stay sober, and life is infinitely better, not just because of the physical aspect of it, but I live my life differently. And... All of a sudden, good things happen to this guy. I'm so like, proud. We're so proud of you, Brandon. I will share that with you. Jeremy Miller, uh, some of us older folks, John, Brian, uh, might remember him from the TV show Growing Pains. He was the little brother. Recovery and faith. And you have uh, you had an opportunity to sit and chat with the guy and uh, talk to him. Video on your website, ravenharrison.com. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, Jeremy uh, Miller is a friend of mine, and uh, so he is, yeah, the, the Ben Seaver from the hit sitcom Growing Pains, and I challenge you to get that theme music out of your, out of your head once you hear it, but... Hey, Raven, hold on just, on. Raven, hold on just a second. For some reason, all of a sudden, you're getting really muffled. Oh, can you hear me now? Yep. There you go. Oh, okay. I was going to say, so we had Jeremy on my podcast, Raven's Radar, and what I wanted to do was break it up. I tell people what the front line looks like, what this war looks like, what they can do, you know, how they can engage. But I wanted it to change it up and just show everybody sometimes envisions that people have the perfect life. They have the perfect scenario. Everything, you know, the grass looks so much greener over there. And I tell people maybe the grass is greener because it's fake. <laughs> so you got to be careful about, you know, when you idolize my thought, it was a great, cause I'm very familiar with his story. And he started drinking at four, you know, years old on set. And I just thought it was a profoundly important thing to show people in these struggling times when, you know, depression and alcoholism and addiction are just spiraling for them to see, you know, this guy had more pressure on him than you can imagine and to see how he pulled himself up and nobody gave him sobriety, just like they didn't do it for you, Brandon. He had to do the work. But when you're willing to get the help, when you are ready to turn this around, I wanted people to see a blueprint of how they navigate these 
these difficult times. So a little bit departure from what we do politically, but I thought it was a really profound time for this to go. And it's very important. And I appreciate you taking that departure on your website, ravenharrison.com. You also get onto the website. You see this book that Raven's been talking about that more Democrats than Republicans are buying. Bunch of a uh, bunch of really good stuff on there. Raven, I appreciate you joining us here on the show. And it's always a pleasure to hang out with you. And we'll visit, uh, we'll visit next Wednesday. Sounds great. I consider you guys family. Thank you so much. I love that woman. We love listening to her. All right, coming up a few minutes from now, we are going to be doing What's Hot with Hannah at 725. Is Cherie Tolson Reich? This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. 725 time for What's Hot with Hannah as done by State Representative CTR, Cherie Tolson Reich. Well, I'll tell you, I can't do it justice because uh, Hannah is a pro, and I always love her stories. They're usually about unusual animal stories, and I would love to do kittens and puppy dogs. But this morning's story um, is talking about blue jeans. Now, I've worn blue jeans my whole life. I still wear blue jeans, but it says... Here's the question. How often should you wash your jeans? Well, bottom line, if they're dirty, wash them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but to people, you know, you wear them a couple of hours, they're not dirty. You know, you can wear them another time without washing them. I'm almost afraid to admit this, Hanson and Marsh. I don't know if... Uh but yeah, especially <laughs> jeans. I'm glad to hear that Cherie washes clothes and not washes. <laughs> hey, I am a Missouri redneck hick, so I do talk Missouri slang. But I'm like, if I if I wear uh, the jeans for like eight hours today, do they need to be? Especially if I sat on my rear end all day. I didn't go and work no, out. You didn't get them dirty. Yeah, so. yeah. I see you wearing jeans this morning. And what about flip flops? You got flip flops on? Flip flops, yeah. So, uh, Brandon actually wore flip-flops last night, but you did not wear blue jeans. But the story says, so they're, they're advocating get in the shower with your jeans on. That's crazy. <laughs> Don't do that, people. That's what washing machines are for. <laughs> but So, the argument is... Uh, <laughs> One of the arguments is the more often you wash them, you, you shorten the life because you stretch and bend the fabric and all that stuff. And even though it's denim, but if you don't wash them quite as often, they can last longer, but they'll be dirtier. I don't know how other people do it, but I know what I sell them. And I do happen to be wearing jeans today. I think it's the first time I've worn jeans since probably March. I love jeans, and I'll tell you, uh, as old as I am, I've seen all the fashions, the the bell bottoms and the straight legs and the boot cut, and now I love the ones with the raggedy knees. I own a pair. I love them. And that's the thing I don't understand. And we had this back, uh, when was it, Hanson? Back in the 80s, the acid wash jeans. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, where these jeans just <laughs> tore up. There's Marsh still has a pair of those. <laughs> Heck, I got them on. <laughs> And there's less material in the jeans, right? If they're they're stripped and are are, are uh, shredded and ripped, but we're paying more. It's fashion. Oh, there's less material there. <laughs> so when I bought my pair about a year or two ago with all the holes in them, people said, "Did I get a discount <laughs> because there was not as much material there?" Well, and, and it's one of those things I don't understand. People get the holes. Well, they cost more. Well, how come? Uh, buy some regular jeans to cut those up, and you're good. It's like this, and I continue to see this, and and I don't I don't understand it. Um, but I'm at a grocery store. It's got the self checkouts, and no kidding. Sunday, I'm at one of these stores, and they actually had some cash, uh, some uh, uh, registers that actually had human beings working. No what? way. Yeah. Oh. 
And I much prefer those. Here's why I prefer them. Because I don't get a discount. If I'm checking out my own groceries, dang it, and I'm going to ask Cherie Tolson Reich to take this to the house in January, file a bill. If I'm checking out my own groceries, I get a discount because I pay those cashiers. That's part of why I'm buying a can of corn. The money in the, when I pay for the can of corn, every, all the costs are built into that, including the salary for the person checking out my groceries. If I'm going through the self-checkout, I should get a discount. I really, really, really do believe that. That's why I won't use them. But here's the thing I don't understand. Is like the other day, the self-checkout, it's backed up to the produce section. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Annual chili supper fundraiser. It's more important now than ever to stand for conservative values and to fight for freedom. We face an uphill battle for the Senate, the House, and the White House in 2024, as well as for many offices up and down the ballot here in the great state of Texas. Please be sure to get involved and to remain dedicated to keeping Missouri red and to keeping your Senate seats red and to supporting conservatives up and down the ballot next year. God bless you. Senator Ted Cruz. Awesome. Video appearance. You know, that was amazing. I didn't know about that until it happened last night. Big event, Mid-Missouri, last night was the annual uh, Boone County GOP Chili Supper, something they do every year. Huge, huge turnout last night. I was really pleased to see that. And this is something we had folks from all over Mid-Missouri. Want to share some of the highlights here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. The voice you're hearing this morning is State Representative Cherie tolson Rice. Good morning, Cherie. Good morning, Brandon. I'm having too much fun. And what your listeners don't know is during commercials, we get to listen to bumper music. So I feel like we're in here dancing and singing and moving to the groove. And it's like, it's like a party in here. Quite a lovely sight to see one of your state representatives be bopping at 7.37 in the morning. Mr. Marsh likes to bop around in his acid wash jeans, too. There we go. Especially when Brian's cranking the tunes. <laughs> Brian Hansen's the DJ this morning. He's the star of the Gary Nolan Show. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Brian Houseworth is here, too. Good to see, sir. Also sporting acid wash jeans. <laughs> we got some text on that. What's hot with Hannah this morning, 7.25? Something fun we do for you. Sheree did a story about how often should you wash your jeans and the overall consensus is not necessarily every time you wear them you just don't right. get that dirty and you extend the life of the jeans melvin says acid wash jeans how about the the blue jean leisure shoots <laughs> no bad no uh, don't ever come back who was it on three's company ralph ralph furley like the uh the, he was the groundskeeper or something he'd wear those uh jumpsuits <laughs> i hear what you're saying gary says i have jeans with holes in them but i wore those holes in them and i didn't buy them that way yeah. uh, and i love that that well people will go and spend extra money to buy the tore up jeans <laughs> you know you probably go and get i don't know how much jeans are at a place like walmart anymore you get you some for 15 bucks you can get your little box cutter and you slice those <laughs> and there you go you saved yourself <laughs> a lot of money bunch of money but kids these days what do i know I didn't behave that way when I was a kid. Oh, I didn't yeah. spend my money on foolish things. And I don't remember, at least I don't remember, it being fashionable to wear jeans with holes in them. You were considered poor. poor and I'd, yeah. you know, they, you'd have to go to a, a tailor or somebody to get them fixed. Um, I, I just say, yeah, that, that's... Brian, that's in changed. my high school, 
You were the cool kid if you had holes in your jeans. Wow. We all had holes in our jeans just to look, you know, like we're we're cool. Wow, I, I, <laughs> that was not the case. Where at least I don't remember that. That's that's very interesting. This was the worst, though. Uh, if you did skin up your jeans, it's like you're right. Like, yeah. Oh man, everybody's gonna know we're poor. And mom would say, "Oh, don't worry." I got your back. And mom said, I'm going to fix these. I'm like, oh, mom, what are you going to do? And she would grab the jeans and she would run off into another room. And I would sit there in my underwear eating a bowl of cocoa puffs, <laughs> watching the Roadrunner. And then mom, mom would come back. And here I am in the Fruit of the Looms waiting for this magic that mom was going to work. And she'd bring out these jeans. And she done went and sewed a patch on the knee. Yes, oh, I was going to say. No, she ruined it. <laughs> yeah, the iron-ons. That was worse. <laughs> yeah, that didn't. That was not a cool look. Yeah. <laughs> because not only when I had the holes in my jeans, the kids knowed that I was poor. But then when Mama <laughs> sewed the patch onto them, now they knew that I was a next-level poor because... <laughs> the iron-ons? <laughs> the iron-ons. That's, that's awesome. That's Man. Awesome. But she did it with love. She did it with love. <laughs> there you go. 874-9390. Where was I? Uh, all right. Uh, I got a Ted Cruz story real quick if we yes, have time. Sure. I've met Ted Cruz a couple times in D.C. And uh, I took my nephew. Uh, we were on a trip out there. <clears throat> and my nephew looks like Ted Cruz Jr. Mm. And so when we talked to him, we started calling him Uncle Ted because he looked just like my nephew. So now whenever I talk about Ted Cruz, I say, my our Uncle Ted. <laughs> came in kind of I, I, kind of the runner up if you will in 2016 absolutely yeah. Jefferson City 2015 he was um, there uh, his yeah. wife oh. Heidi Cruz was gotcha. wow and I don't know if you know this about the Cruises but especially Mrs. Cruz she's an absolute peach of a human being and yes. she is very religious mm -hmm. uh, very open about her faith and the God as she understands her God to be and I was with, and I can't remember who it was, but it was at the, uh, oh, it was at the big hotel, uh, Capitol Plaza. Mm -hmm. And now I had one other uh, exchange with Heidi Cruz several years before that. She's really cool. I gave my phone to somebody, said, I'm going to tell Heidi Cruz, I'm going to whisper a little joke into her ear. And I said, just keep taking pictures because I want a picture of her reaction. So I go up. To <laughs> it's not one of your jokes, is it? Uh -oh. <laughs> Can you say it on the air? <laughs> I, I could because there's nothing inherently bad about it. And here's the thing about comedy. And I would turn your radio up here, by the way. You can take the horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. It's like we play, there's a song on here. We play the Assumption song. And I love it because the girls, Stephanie Bell and Hannah, they're going to be back on the show later. Uh, they get so, you can't play that song, because why? <laughs> because it's bad. No, it's not. It's not bad at all. It's their mind. Yeah. It's their mind that makes it uh, that makes it bad. So, yeah, the joke I told her, it's one of those, it's not a dirty joke. It's not a bad joke, unless that's where your unless mind... your mind takes you there. That's right. That's not on me. Listen, uh, what you what you think, that's not my responsibility. That's not on me. Here's the uh, song, and I hope... Yeah, this is the song that the girls freak out about. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles, and waving in that 
before there came a young lady she looked like a pretty young creature she sat on the grass she pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy so you get Very the point yeah yeah so if you're thinking that shame on you right right it never says it and, but some they get so and so this was the type of joke mm. that I whispered <laughs> into the wife of a presidential candidate sitting U.S. senator who has incredible political clout. Mm-hmm. The, jo- the joke that I whispered <laughs> into Heidi Cruz's ear was kind of like that. It's not bad unless you think that. That's on you. And I would expect, um, speaking of Ted Cruz, we you mentioned Heidi Cruz. I would expect Senator Ted Cruz to be in Missouri. I, I don't have any inside information. I'm just thinking it out loud. With Senator Hawley up for re-election yes. next year, could be a tough race, um, depending on who you talk to. But I would expect Senator Cruz to be up here, probably Senator Cornyn as well. Yeah, and he was just, Ted Cruz was here on the show two months ago, John, something like that? Two months yeah, ago. Yeah, about, I think. Yeah. yeah. He came on the, uh, yes, he did. the show recently. I think it's interesting after you told her the joke, she's never been back. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have, if you went way, if you get on to the Wake Up Mid-Missouri Facebook page, and you'd have to go way back, because like I said, I think this was 20, it was the fall of 15, 20, probably. 2015, when she was in Jefferson City. Uh, but you can see the picture of her and her reaction to the joke. She loved it. Aww. She loved it. So I could tell that. I would have to maybe tell it in two parts because some people get really sensitive about some of these things. I, it's not a bad joke in my mind. And again, it's if you... And Brian Hansen, since you're the boss this morning, I'll leave this, <laughs> I'll leave this decision up to I you. I have a question. Did uh, Ted witness you telling her the joke? And oh, if Ted wonder, was there, I would not Why are you whispering yeah. in my wife's ear? <laughs> yeah. No, he, he was not there, would not have done it. Uh, so anyhow, cool video message from U.S. Senator Ted Cruz here in mid-Missouri last night. A couple of traffic notes I want to pass along. This is from people, uh, I think Brian Hausworth right now is going to... Uh, confirm this. We're talking traffic in uh, Columbia. Apparently a traffic backup somewhere on Stadium in between 63 and the campus. Stadium exit south right turn line uh, backed up to 63. If you're in that area uh, let us know what you're seeing. So I want you to be aware of that. Big GOP chili supper last night. We had statewide candidates from uh, we had Two gubernatorial candidates there, Jay Ashcroft, and I asked him about the thing over the weekend with Bill Eigel, and he, uh, he was like, it was fine. Um, and that was where apparently Eigel called him, and I don't like that stuff. I, I really don't. My friend Cherie Tolson Reich might disagree with me, and that's cool because we can disagree in a friendly fashion, but at a, some young Republican event, and that's the other thing that really gets me about that. Those were young Republicans. Mm-hmm. And Bill Eigel, while he has the podium, uses it to call out Jay Ashcroft. And, and by the way, Jay Ashcroft will be on the Gary Nolan Show today at 935. Good. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to uh, to hear that. I didn't get a chance to bend Ashcroft's ear a whole lot last night. But between the accounts from uh, from two different people now, including Christopher Arps on, on yesterday's um, show. So Jay Ashcroft was there. The other gubernatorial candidate was Chris Wright. Chris Wright. Yeah. And I nice did this guy. guy. Yeah. And he knows. Yeah. He he understands what his chances of becoming Missouri's next governor are. But you know what? He comes out and he says as much. And first thing he said, uh, you know, Jay Ashcroft and I get along and here's what I think. I thought that was really cool. It was one of your big takeaways from the event last night. 
I just thought we had some great speakers for all the different statewide offices. Um, you know, I, I think the bottom line at the end of the day, you know, Republican Party is a is a big umbrella. And uh, again, no no two Republicans think alike. But um, I think common sense rules. And I'm all about, and I think most of them up there on the stage, you know, smaller government, lower taxes, and uh, being good stewards of the taxpayers' money. And Paul Berry III? Who is, uh, he, he is running for lieutenant, lieutenant governor. governor. Mm-hmm. Interesting cat. I've known Paul for many years. He's a friend of mine, and uh, he never says this, but I'll say it. His uncle was Chuck Berry, and I just think that's cool. Oh, okay. How about Rock this? and roller. Big event last night. Coming up uh, five minutes from now, that would be all except for this. Another got? reason... Not to tailgate. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. S&P 500 up 23. Keep an eye on futures for you at 825 in the morning bell. Business news with a little twist. And why tomorrow is a big deal for Social Security recipients. We'll be doing that coming up at 825. And that would be all. Except for this. Good one this morning. Can't wait. Are we there now? A lot, lot of buildup, John. You got us excited, <laughs> buddy. That's, that's what I call a really good tease, brother. That is. That is. Here's the deal. Bunch of wrecks tied up northbound I-95 in Bridgeport, Connecticut because a tractor trailer was leaking human waste onto the roadway. <sighs> Caused, first, it caused a motorcyclist to lose control and crash. Then several other cars and trucks crashed into each other or concrete barriers. And then a, then a truck skidded into the highway patrol car, which rammed another cop car. No one was seriously hurt. The driver, they said, charged with reckless endangerment and reckless driving. Because officer said he knew about the leak, but he just kept on driving. <laughs> but he allegedly told police he didn't pull over because he was, quote, pooped. <laughs> and now you know the rest of that story. Is my face red? Uh, Stuff like that. Especially when it's all over your windshield. Right? Oh, my goodness. All right, we good now? We're back? All right. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, you can... Hey, we practice freedom of speech here. You can say right. what you're never inviting you... me back again. This here's America. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, but not on the radio. There's consequences <laughs> to that. Unfortunately, you're not going to be the one who's suffering them. It's going to be this guy, John. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I think we caught that. Uh, it's been a while since we've had to utilize that uh, here on the show. Thank you, Hanson. <laughs> I'm here to help. I'm I mean, say, oh. There's a reason why Brian was here this morning. I'm in deep doo-doo now. <laughs> Let me... So, if you sound a little truncated, uh, our state representative, Sheree Tolson Rice, she said so. Why would you even ask that question? Can you say that on the air? Blank. Why Why would you do that, Sheree? I don't know. I guess I should have waited for the commercial to ask the question. Yeah. Right. Much, much like the Missouri House Chamber's decorum. 
It's about oh. decor. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I should know better and do better. That's okay. <laughs> now my face is really red. Between human remains <laughs> spread on the highway and state representatives saying, can you say on the Blank air? Blank on the <laughs> air. <laughs> Cannot. Uh, <laughs> I need a list of words that are no-nos. Well, let's pull up George Carlin and the seven words. That you, that's pretty much the guy. Hey, that was not on the list of seven words. Uh, welcome to the show. Um <laughs> That is uh, State Representative Sheree Tolson Reich. My name is Brandon Rath. Brian Hansen is uh, is here. There is. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian. That's John Marsh. One of the things you're going to be doing a little bit after eight o'clock. Two things I think are uh, it really have me wondering. So obviously, as we continue to monitor what's happening, Israel continues to um, defend itself, and you have some Democrats that are saying, "Well." You shouldn't be doing that. I know there's some really horrible things happening there, but you shouldn't be doing that. And it kind of makes me realize some of these people like Black Lives Matter who have come out on the wrong side of history on this. News outlets, the way news outlets are covering this story, there are, as a matter of fact, there are mandates from the higher-ups at some of these news outlets that say things like, quote, do not refer to militants, soldiers, or anyone else as terrorists. It's a true story. Uh, I don't... Uh, um, what would you refer to the Hamas guys as who are cutting the heads off babies and children? I guess they're not terrorists. Uh, and freedom fighters. And people at MSNBC and CNN, they're okay with that kind of stuff. Democrats, a lot of them. Progressive Democrats, I should say. Facts when, matter. Yeah, yeah, truth is truth. 